Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is the Migs Cast. My name is Steve Migs. I am here with the mighty Reverend in Fuego. Yeah. And the man who's got many iPhone problems, Glenn Cannon. <laughs> Make a bad man stop. <laughs> wow. Oh, man, it's good to see you guys. And uh, we're just going to jump right into it. We've got our friends in Wyatt Only in the Wreckage hanging out with us. Hey, how's it Howdy. going, buddy? Of course, Wyatt. Wyatt Only. Of course, Wyatt would be here. <laughs> no, no. I, I'm just Glenn Cannon in disguise. He, he just sent the wreckage. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. That'd be funny. Wreckage, yeah. take just, care of this. Just hold up your iPhone with my vocal take. That's yes. all we need. <laughs> we got Kyle as well. Yep. Rob. Hey, what's up? All right, Rob, yeah, he's not allowed to talk. Yeah. <laughs> the drummer just talked. This is a problem. <laughs> and, of course, Willie Nelson. What's happening? Of course, you can't refer to him just as Willie. you got to go by Willie yeah, Nelson. Thing, Willie man. Nelson. Yeah. I, I think I, I've crossed into the, the Willie realm now. I just call Excuse him Willie. Me? I'm going to break down into Will sooner realm. or later. Be like, what's up, Will? You're going like, to have to oh, move to Bill then. Bill. No. Oh, yeah. Billiam. William. Billiam. 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 Billiam <laughs> Nelson. Kind of, I'm sorry, dude, from this moment forward. Uh, and yeah. Willie's like, no. I don't like this. Yeah, he's not <laughs> smiling at all. I'll throw that out there. Not even slightly smiling. <laughs> well, it's great to see you guys. Of course, great we've to see you, man. we've had you on when uh, when Glenn was out. We had you on the phone to talk about Migs Fest, which exactly I, now you can hear me in high def. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> it was uh, Wyatt by proxy. It was yes. a good thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think we're all finally recovered from Migs Fest, right? Oh no, a little, uh, barely. Yeah, finally, actually, yes. I got yeah. rid of the uh, the sickness of hanging out and partying out in the rain. So uh, now, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Mama Hot Nato, I think, is even almost completely recovered at this yeah. point. Did you remember the nuts? Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Uh, awkward subject change. Uh, yeah, no, Mix Fest was awesome. Uh, I think I'm still half retarded from the party bus. Uh, I love that he forgot the nuts. Oh, oh dude. dude, it's funny you mentioned the party bus because oh, uh, this past weekend, uh, we saw, I saw Willie there. Uh, we had the big party uh, for yeah. the BGM Mix anniversary party. And Levi Lyon from Lion Pride Music showed up with the giant party bus. And now I get what you were talking about, Glenn, because when we had Mix Fest, we invited you on the bus and you get. I got to get off this bus, otherwise nothing good's going to come of this night. So yeah. I go on the bus just to show BJ the bus, so he could see it. A couple other people, and then I'm like, I got to get off this bus, and and everyone's like, Well, why? I'm like, I promised my wife I would be home at a reasonable time. Yeah, that won't happen, <laughs> and it's not happening yeah. if I don't get off this bus because everyone's ready to party, and I'm like, oh, I could leave my car here. He could drive me home. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I promised my wife I'd be home by 11. Yeah, that bus <laughs> is dangerous. I mean, I had, I sort of had a show to run, and I had to perform as well. Yeah. And those two things were horrible. And as it is, I don't remember our performance. And that was with me getting off the bus. Right, that was you being responsible. Yeah, that was me being responsible. <laughs> I've seen footage, and apparently we did well, but I don't remember yeah. our performance, you guys man. nailed no, it. Like, you guys brought the yeah. house down, man. Uh, uh, thanks. Awesome. Typical you, window paint Yeah, fashion. something did fall down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was Willie Nelson. Yeah. Oh, I think they had oh, the yeah, real 
Louie, man. I heard you I had a good... go on the bus Did we even run into cool. each other that night, man? Did we get to see each other? Or? I might have had a drink, but Okay. We might have been doing the same thing at opposite ends of the building because Willie and I always were tall guys got to represent. If you watch the two pillars music video, if you look really closely into the back of the crowd, you can see Willie Nelson being carried out by three people. (laughs) My man. What is it about tall guys that by the end of the night, I think it's just like we have short uh, sympathy. So by the end of the night, we want to figure out a way to be able to be down on everyone else's level. And alcohol helps that. Well, because we're taller, we have more room in our legs to fill with alcohol. Because that's where it all goes, right? Down into your feet. And yeah, you, sure. f- you, you fill yourself work. up like that boot that you drink out of. You know the uh, boot? That's boot. That's, that's right. boot. That's boot. Yeah, yeah. Whiskey 101 with Glenn Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys got a big show coming up. Uh, I mean, you guys have just been grinding away. But you got a, a show on uh, Saturday, November 26th yeah, at with, the High Dive. Uh, with Monetta, who I grew up listening to like in junior high man yeah that was the that was my that probably jam. made them feel nice just now <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah i know so that's that feeling. gonna be a blast and then uh it's getting announced today so i said i'd do a push for it uh our last show of the year is going to be december 16th it's a friday at tony v's in everett and it's going to be superfecta us and convergence so it's going to be a good time man oh wow it's going to be a party yeah i'm sweet. excited for it sweet Sorry, I'm gonna shamelessly plug everything. Yeah. No, you might as well. Yeah, and I hear you have a record out. Oh, there's a record. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's how long has Dark Futures been out now? Since June 3rd. Yeah. So uh, four months now, four or five months. Is it really still that new? It feels yeah. like a year and a half since it came man. out, man. No, no, no. It's just I've listened to it so much that it doesn't feel like that new of a record. It right. seems like it's been around oh. for a while. You know the way to my heart. Well, you know, man. <laughs> yeah. He keeps badgering us to get into the studio, like. Next week, yeah, on, let's go. We gotta, like, we gotta get onto the next album. Like, why? You yeah. thought we it just like did this? Ago, yeah, right? we don't want to end up like window pane and put on a record like every third year, <laughs> fourth well, year. And we wrote a new song for Migs Fest that we played second in our set. Yeah, and Migs Fest. And I'm so stoked on that song. I'm like, the fact that this isn't recorded yet is a shame. Let's do it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's been me cool. every day. That's lately. good. That's good that you guys are writing now. That's oh, important. yeah, man. Because uh, we've got yes. like four songs done for the next record, yeah. which nice. we're stoked about. So Fantastic. next record's going to be good and heavy and riffy and sexy. It's going to be. It's going to be good. A little bit uh, you got yeah, up the sexiness. Yeah, yes. <laughs> up the sexy level. So yes. I need a facelift yeah. by the end of this. Just go shirtless. It'll be all good. You guys are front and center uh, Sunday night. You know they did the uh, the first two hour loud and local, which is really yes. really cool. Um, now it's on at ten o'clock on Sunday yeah, nights as opposed to eleven. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's killer, man. But so cool. they're frightens. Right. It, you can't miss your disc, man. I walked in front and center. Disc. You said disc, right? I said disc. Okay. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, Rev's yeah. watching me. Making it sexy. He's you can't miss that either. He's got that look in his eye. But um, yeah. You can't, you know, it's the black with the green death's head moth on it. Yeah. And you can't, from 30 feet away, you're like, oh, you're a wide only fan. Yeah. Like, as, as you're breaking into a car to get crack money, you're like, oh, wide only. <laughs> That's what you do on the weekends. <laughs> Dude, how you think I pay for my habits? Valid point. How you think I broke my phone? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah quick aside, anyone who's listening right now, if you have an iPhone for uh, AT&T, AT&T, and you would like to, an old one that you would like to donate to our boy Glenn Cannon, that would be awesome <laughs> because he continues to break his phones. Uh, yeah. No, I and I've always been really good about not breaking them, but recently I've had a string of remarkably bad luck, and I'm talking drops of two feet. If that. 
if that, and the last one shattered and went into poltergeist mode, and because my insurance had their fist all the way up my backside, I took it to a local repair place, and he's been having nothing but trouble, too. So, I'm phoneless, man. I've been like lighting fires in my backyard and laying a wet blanket over it and then lifting it periodically, and that's how windowpane knows rehearsals at eight and not seven, you know? like That's got to be panic-inducing for you, man. Like, I can't uh, imagine not having my phone. You know, at first, it was kind of a vacation. I was like, yes. this is awesome. All right. Then I opened my email, and I realized, you know, I had window pane events afoot. I'm in the oh, middle geez. of organizing live day, which is creeping up. I've got so much on my plate, and I opened my inbox and went, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And so, yeah, it's become a serious problem. I was sitting in front of my laptop for a couple hours last night doing literal damage control because I can't reach people and they can't reach me. Oh, so it's becoming it's becoming a drag. My blood pressure is beginning to increase. So we're having a phone um, drive, people. So yeah, if you, if you have an AT&T <laughs> iPhone um, that you're willing to part with, I mean... It's got to be an iPhone 7, otherwise yeah. he doesn't want it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, those those recycle stations will only kick you like 10 bucks for a phone anyway in good condition, condition like a 4S or a 5 will get like 10, 15 bucks, yeah. those green recycle stations that you see at all the grocery stores. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, pay you the, I'll pay you the 16 bucks, man. I'll give you a wide only record. <laughs> um, you know, it's just. Or the 16 bucks. Yeah, it's, it's becoming an issue, man. So, uh, yeah, if we, and if we get 30 phones, I'll make. Uh, a, a loincloth out of iPhones nice. and I'll yes. wear it. armor. I'll wear it That'd to Vicky's place. So that's <laughs> yeah. that'll be our deal. Vicky's pumped. Anyway, don't drop your phone, people. <laughs> a public service announcement yeah. from Glenn Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> so if they want to reach you, what just find you on Facebook or tweet at uh, you? Facebook when I'm home. Yeah. Um, I try and get on Facebook, and that's the thing is I'm so damn busy. I'm always. I'd like, say oh. call Glenn, but that's the problem. I know. Um, don't text him. And, it doesn't and, work. And I will admit, still that I'm terrified of Twitter. I, I, I joined Twitter because I joined this show, and I still won't open it. Um, I got so wigged out at one point, I went in and unfollowed everyone, because I was following like 700 things, and I didn't understand what I was looking at, and there were all these symbols I didn't understand. Tweeters and, are after me. And then I, yo, dude, pretty much, man. You know, and then, uh, so I went in and I figured out how to get it, so when I post on Facebook, it vomits that onto Twitter. Uh, yeah, okay. So at least people are seeing me, but if I'm not doing whatever it is you do with a tweet, I don't know, shoot it with a BB gun, um, <laughs> That's because I'm still terrified of Twitter, and none of my friends have taken the time to show me what it is or how it works. That's because you want to follow them. They don't want to. I'm throwing yeah, right. that out. I got so scared. I, I was like, well, I want to. I want to help Glenny unfollow me. Well, I was like, this all looks cool. You know, I'm and following you from life. When I did that, man, <laughs> I got online and looked up, like, can people see when I unfollow them? And I read all these different forums. They're like, oh, no, it doesn't really show. Yeah, people. they can. When he shows that you're not following anybody, that yeah. means you're not following them. Oh, well, so I'm they not can following see who you're following. <laughs> look, and if they look at that list and look, there's man, nobody there, you, they know that I just need some hate them. Uh, what pilots call duel. I need some freaking duel on Twitter. I don't get it. I don't understand it. There's these symbols I don't get and it's like this ongoing thing and I I don't have time to live with I can my hear the face. panic in his voice. Oh, it's dude, great. I'm I'm having a complete Twitter <laughs> meltdown. <laughs> yeah, you are. Right yeah, you are. It's on top amazing. of an iPhone meltdown. <laughs> well, now I feel bad cuz Steve's like, "Dude, you unfollowed 300 people. What's wrong with you?" And I so, really like, I have no idea who you're following or not following. I'm well, sorry. I'm not following anyone <laughs> at this point, man. I yeah, was, you hate everyone. Now you've just well, every made time a I opened it, there was all this random data from like Sarah's hair extensions and I'm like, "Why did I click that? What happened? I don't know." about hair extensions. I mean, it was bad. It was just bad, man. <laughs> you know? portal into everybody's soul and Remember you just 2004 when you bought a bag of weed and went down to the rock show? Remember that? Now I got these apps and broken phones and, <laughs> you know, insurance programs that are worthless and 
And these damn kids that are still on your lawn. I know, man. <laughs> I know. Yep. I came out with a shotgun the other day. The one little guy made stool in his pants. I felt bad at first, but watching him run was funny. Well, I see you guys have all your instruments on, and I think, you know, why don't we get things rolling right off the get-go? I think we got to put yeah. Glenn in a good mood, and the best way to put him in a good mood <laughs> is by playing some of the music of Why Only in the Wreckage, yeah. acoustic oh. style. I, I give you guys props, because when we first set this up, and I was talking with Wyatt. Um, he's like, hey man, I'd love to have you guys come in and do an acoustic set. Love the record. Love what you guys did at Migs Fest. Blew me away. Blew a lot of people away. You won over a lot of new fans. I'm like, this would be perfect. He's like, yeah, we'll do an acoustic thing. I'm like, perfect. So typically when a band comes in, like when Window Pane has come in or Clover Jane or even The Last International, when they come in, we typically accomplish the acoustic performance with four microphones. We set them up. and um, Two vocals, two guitars? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then we'll make it work. Wyatt walks in and goes, yeah, so we'll need about like seven microphones, and so we got like an orchestra in here. We're going full Nelson, full oh, full yeah. Willie Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> Nelson. So, what song are you guys gonna do? We're gonna do a few songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured we'd give you a couple today. Uh, I think we're gonna go do uh, "Save Me," which was the uh, second single off our record. Nice. Yeah. All right, let me get these things ready so I don't forget to turn instruments on, and I think we're ready to rock whenever you guys are. So, uh, "Save Me," "Why It Only in the Wreckage." Here on the Migs cast. You win. 
behind the music on that song there, Wyatt. So that's my favorite song on our record. Uh, And I think it's mostly because that was the first song that we all wrote together. Like everybody had their like big hand in writing. Because prior to having the records, you were doing solo stuff as just Wyatt only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a a few songs from that era kind of came into this album, which actually helped out because at our first practice, our first show was eight days later. We had an eight-minute gestation period, so we were all in the same room for the first time, and then eight days later playing a show. So we did a lot of the older material. So how did you find everybody? Like, how did, how did this band even come together? <laughs> Is it like you a want grinder? the short version? Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, so Kyle uh, was my favorite guitar player, like ever. Uh, I knew about him for a long time. He uh, was the guitar guy, and so I had bugged him on and off for a couple of years. I was like, yeah. "Man, we should do some stuff together. Man, we should do some stuff this together. You should join me on stage." Profusely together multiple times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. to like, lubricate the courtship. Yeah, yeah always exactly. lubricate the courtship. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So we had a chance encounter at Dick's Burgers. Nice. And, yes. uh, so it we, did happen on Grinder. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and he uh, he finally gave in and joined me on stage at an unplugged show and we were kind of under the assumption it would just be one show and then he was like so i kind of want to keep doing this with you i was like oh i kind of want to keep doing this with you let's just make a band out of it so i uh ended up we ended up tracking a demo of the next song we're going to play which is called the underground uh and posted it online and willie nelson who i went to high school with uh who i was a choir boy with back in the day ooh, ooh. gave me a call really uh, yeah catholic exactly so we've sung together for Bob years wait, 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 wait. you guys yeah. went to catholic school too no <laughs> oh you said catholic school we were in choir together like, oh, no, i just had no. to throw it out there yeah. I mean, the catholic school kids always <laughs> so. party harder than the public school kids oh they do they always do like because i was like you guys went catholic school together i'm so glad you survived <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. i love that you're like we, you guys went 
went to Catholic school and then why well, goes, oh yeah, and you're talking about partying hard as he's taking a swig of bourbon. <laughs> yep, story of my life. <laughs> hey man, I'm a, I'm a Catholic in recovery. Um, he might have been doing that in choir in yeah. school. And but, uh, Heritage <laughs> Distilling for providing the alcohol today. Thank you. Oh my God, so good. What's this, brown sugar bourbon? That's good stuff. Oh, oh. Did they go oh, find man. you the minis? Yeah. Oh yeah, man! Didn't right you do? Here? Did Vicky? Didn't you do that for me one morning when I came in? Oh yeah. I get. I, oh, I was jet lagged. Yeah, you were having a rough I morning. I just oh. gotten off an airplane. I was like, I'm jet lagged, and they pumped me full of whiskey, and I played beautifully. Well, oh, yeah, man. I got to go to work later, and I got to deal with the guy that's got my phone. <laughs> Maybe I should have a drink. Yeah, have a drink. Hey, man, <laughs> it's the only way you can sing early in the morning. Like singers that are listening to this can relate, but like I have been having a panic attack for about two weeks oh, about singing at 10 a.m. I'm just uh, like, I'm so used to my voice functioning 12 hours from now. Yeah. So don't let them talk you into doing a record on two inch tape. It'll sound amazing. But you talk about a panic attack. It's like, what if I get a cold? What if, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and it's all got to hit tape? Oh, man, are you sure it's all got to hit tape? Okay, so there's no way within this stretch of time anything bad can happen to me at all. And if it does, it costs us a small fortune. Awesome. Yep. There's no pressure associated Zero with that. Pressure. Oh, no pressure. Oh, I had a meltdown. Yeah, I didn't have a meltdown meltdown, but I had a pretty good size meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the sickness thing has not been fun because the cold that's going around this year I mean, that oh. made Migs Fest a lot harder because I know a lot of us got sick yeah. right before Migs And it Migs lingers, Fest. too. It hangs, yeah. man. Red well, got sick, too. Right? Yeah. Right? It wasn't that reason that he got sick. He got mm. sick yeah. from too much alcohol. I've been sick since <laughs> Migs Fest. Well, uh, like, I've been better for like two weeks, but the throat is still just on fire. Yeah. So I've got that in early morning working against me, so we're just waging <laughs> war. Uh, but to anyone who was curious, that's why our Migs Fest set was so heavy, because my so a lot of people know that i used to play metal back in the day so screaming second nature to me so i was like oh i've got a cold and my voice is going out screw it we're going death metal let's do it <laughs> so i just belted half our set yeah that was a great we, we uh, got talking about catholicism and derailed you but you had gotten all the way to all the way to, <laughs> to, to willie and we ah. hadn't gotten to rob so yeah yeah, yeah. way to go catholicism was, was i feel so, guilty about yeah. this <laughs> <laughs> no <to> confess <laughs> your sins uh but uh no i, I ended up uh reaching out to uh, the lovely world of Facebook and saying, "Hey, anyone know any drummers? We got we got three. We're looking for our fourth. And uh, Rob's girlfriend reached out to me. Uh, I'd never heard of Rob. She was just like, "Hey, my boyfriend plays drums." And we all know the my boyfriend plays drums thing. Where you're like, "Sure, he plays yeah. drums, right. yeah." Uh, but I was like, "All right, cool. I'll meet up with this guy." Turns out she was on to something, <laughs> and he learned like my entire yeah. solo catalog. Yeah, Rob's so I put out killer. five records before this and he learned everything and he was like so what do you want to play and he sat there 10 seconds in I was like and you're hired yep. <laughs> <laughs> your girlfriend was right that was the dude because we sat down and played Dark Futures first and he was just on every note the whole time I was like okay yeah, that's, that's all we that's need to that. do here awesome yeah man. and it just magically worked out I mean we have zero issues it's a total well, this family. lineup's been together how long now a little over a year. A, a short About period a of time, yeah. man. So you guys are really fresh, man. Yeah. That's killer. We're you still have, passionate. We're not well, broken oh, by no, the world yeah, yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. Every, everything <laughs> that, that I'm not, yeah. Just uh, yeah, I want what you have. <laughs> no, but that's great. I mean, you guys have made a, a hell of a head of steam in a short amount of time. That's really, really yeah, cool. That's awesome to see. And that's, I, I feel like that's what really keeps us driving and pe keeps people coming out. Yeah. 
is because they're they're just seeing us up there having fun, and, uh, and, it, and, and that's what do. it's about. It, it comes off the stage that you yeah. guys love what you're doing. You can also see that you get you know you can see the camaraderie. You can see it from yeah. the audience. You guys love what you're doing. You love doing it together, and it translates. I think that is a Thank lot you, of why man. you guys are. Thank you. Yeah. You know, really knocking skulls out there. But it's, oh, it's cool to know that you're like, yeah, well, this is year seven. And I'm like, yeah, you're right on track. You're like, oh, we got together last week. I'm like, so can you go ahead and pass me that liquor now? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is still yes. <laughs> it's funny you, you said it because before you walked in, I saw why it kicked Willie in the balls because he was a couple minutes late. And yeah, no, exactly. Okay. You should have seen what Don't we you did dare to embarrass me. I was <laughs> the last one here, man. And I was <laughs> yeah, they it, in they Steve's all office. They all fought. <laughs> it was weird, man. Yeah, it was a good oh. fist fight. Rob's cleaning up the blood out of his nose right now it's really it's really good um but yeah no it's it's been a a hell of an adventure and it really does feel like 10 years so it's really weird to think about the fact that it's only been like a year and a half so i don't know i guess cheers to another year and a half (laughs) you guys want to do another song you mentioned you had another song yeah yeah yeah. all right let's do do a couple for you man Uh, which song is this that we're gonna do uh so this will be the underground which uh is the first demo that kyle and i recorded together Mm -hmm. Let's make this happen, baby. All right. One, two, three, four. Burning 
<laughs> that brown sugar bourbon's doing you pretty good there. I, th- I think it's getting me by. I yeah. think it's getting me by. <laughs> you uh, the soul. <laughs> somehow, somehow. I'm just faking the soul. Oh, no, and now I'm out of whiskey. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we have another one in there. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, Don't tempt him. He's driving. <laughs> oh. Oh. I mean, hey, we have no stay more. Stay in school, kids. Don't drunk drive. <laughs> Be smart. <laughs> Can we put Glenn on the spot for a song? Yes. Sure. I like that. <laughs> As Wyatt just violently takes control easy. of the yeah. podcast. You'll be Kyle. Oh, Kyle okay. vocal, actually. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. I'm looking at the wrong knob. You're doing Kyle. All right, yeah. <laughs> I'm polishing the wrong don't knob. Do Kyle. All right, so don't Kyle. do Kyle. <laughs> don't do Kyle. I like this. I like, I like that now when we have bands and we're just putting Glenn on the spot. I know he's already had enough panic uh, this uh, this morning. Right, so why not put some more on there? He broke his phone. <laughs> Can you sing a Twitter song? <laughs> Twitter bug. I think the eyes were placed with an A at that point. So, so are, are we doing the beat mix theme? Is that what we're doing? Is that why you're putting him on the spot? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to play it, actually. I'll make you look. That's pretty good. We didn't know how to play it either. Yeah. Well, we brought in a whole treasure chest of liquor. I wouldn't just be drinking Wyatt's. I could have my own. Exactly. Yeah. May I please have whiskey? I have to go to work later. <laughs> <laughs> you guys think this is a radio joke, but if there was video available, you'd see that I plan to drink. Wow. Um, Video's coming later. Yeah, uh, the video which will be later. I will say, just to insert a story into yes. here, Glenn Cannon will drink with us. The first time oh. most of us met Glenn. Okay, tell me. <laughs> Was that uh, was that Louis G's? Okay, and we went up. Uh, or he he introduced us to the poodle room. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. The, the pup room over yeah. at the poodle dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The poodle dog. Yeah, I mean, and uh, I might have went there on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. So we all walked over there. We had already loaded up our gear. We're all getting ready, and. Uh, he proceeded to introduce us to that room, and we all just stumbled and dragged back into the venue they have, afterwards. They are also awesome for the morning after. The Bloody Marys they have, Pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Well, shout out to the pup. Life room. tips from the Rev, man. Life yep. tips from the Rev. Yep. We might have to do a, 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 a future Migs cast gathering at the pup room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. Awesome. We do the wing string challenge there at the it, pup room. <laughs> if we do uh, Migs Fest 2 Electric oh, Boogaloo oh, at Louis G's by mm. chance, we'd all be there anyway. <laughs> Man, <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, that better happen, by the way. I'm really, Mix really Fest stoked for oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're definitely doing another one. Migs right. harder. Yeah, Migs yeah, that's, Fest 2. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. going to happen. Forever. <laughs> Forever. Oh, and are we just going to keep that. adding bands? We'll have a three-day festival at yes. some point? Yes. <laughs> the Download Festival. I mean, Migs Fest 4. Yeah. Yeah, we have 36 <laughs> bands because we never get rid <laughs> of a band. It would be cool to stretch it beyond six artists. But man, what a handful, you know? Yes. Especially for you, since you yeah, since you're work. gonna do all of the work. <laughs> <laughs> so so hmm, Glenn. You make an interesting point. Yeah, figure that out, Glenn. <laughs> it'd be really hard for me to get that wasted three straight nights, but I could do it if I had to. Oh, I'd I mean, be a big yeah, man. You guys are seasoned professionals. I'll, I'll just live on the bus, man. <laughs> Let's all just live on the bus. Hey, yeah, exactly. I was actually gonna say, hopefully Levi is listening to this. Levi you should uh, go ahead and let us have your party bus for our music video for Off the Wagon, which is that new song. Uh-huh. Whenever we filmed that music video, I was kind of hoping we could create MigsFest on the bus. Oh, we and can just, do that. Can we get a band in the bus just sure. rocking out? And, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Well, or we put them on the ceiling, on the right. roof. They yeah, have they have, have a roof. That'll go up, and we can play up there, and everybody yes. can party on the inside. Levi, you should call me. We should make this happen. <laughs> and then on the inside, we, we that's like a rave, but you're still singing your song. Like, we are all dancing to the song like as if it's like a, a, a techno song. Oh, exactly. Oh, I would love that with all my heart. Yes. That would be great. I, I could bring out my uh, headphones and pretend to be a DJ again. It would be the first time that I was on that bus and not hearing Cake by the Ocean. So, Hey, look. The porn stars wanted to hear that song, hey, so I played it the porn on stars I can't fault you for that. Yeah, that's unfaultable, dude. I may or may not know a couple of sexy raver, raver girls who would totally be down. Oh, cool. Oh, see? All right. So, so imagine Vicky coming bus, through. We've we, got we knew she would. Yeah. We've got Migs and the Rev and Glenn. Yes. And so there's lots of moves already. We've got yes. a, a band right. that can half-ass it. I think we've got this. Alright, I'll get the MDMA and we're ready to rock. Oh, can, we, can we call Canon Films to go ahead and film it? Oh, yeah. Glam Globus Glenn presents Globus. <laughs> <laughs> Mix Fest 2, Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo, Boogaloo, Boogaloo. Oh, wait, hold on. Mix right, Fest cool. 2? Electric Boogaloo, Boogaloo, Boogaloo. I put the reverb on for that. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to put Glenn on the spot here uh, because after the first Unplugged show we played together, we had some drunk fairy jams and uh, we're both blacked out. This is on YouTube if you want to find it. (laughs) Yeah. But Glenn and I are both blacked out uh, doing... We're close to it. We played a show over in Bremerton and we drank like fish and then, yeah, that's what he means by the the fairy jam was the boat ride over from Bremerton to Seattle's, what, 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And we sat Indian style on the floor and just... Played yep. guitars together, <laughs> the guitar. yeah, man. Uh, it was uh, it was uh, Andy McHale videoed the entire thing, man, uh-huh. and and it was all documented. It was that was actually kind of when I met these guys, yeah. and I think that was the beginning of a lasting friendship because we didn't get thrown off the boat or arrested. But dude, they've seen. No, we actually grew a crowd. I we did say. actually, yeah, yeah. I, I would imagine they've seen things on that ferry that. <laughs> You guys were like saints on there. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> we like, were well behaved. Yeah, you, we you, were. You brought entertainment. No one got naked. No one puked on anyone. Hey, hey you're speaking too soon. I totally uh, got naked. Andy, Andy <laughs> knows when to turn the camera off. Where was the invite if we were getting yeah, naked? Exactly, was, man. <laughs> All right, Mixed so what, Fest Four nudist colony. Uh, Nude stuff. So I think we'll uh, we'll jam out some Alice in Chains. Is that cool? That yes, that's completely cool. What uh, What am I doing? Am I going high in the falsetto? What five, am I doing? This is like Allison Chains, man. This is like live okay. at Daryl's house minus the preparation. Second verse and second chorus. So I just stay out for the and whole no one has a sweet line. mustache so, either. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever works for you, man. All right, All right so, man, let's do it. Some Allison one, Chains. Two, one, two, three. Where's Rainstone when you need him? 
decided to take a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> the selfie game is so strong. Thanks, Kyle. Oh, that was a, Thank you. Yeah, that was an acoustic <laughs> selfie. Yeah, just figuring that out as I went. Like, that won't work. That Thank you for letting us work. put you on the spot, Glenn. Notes, no, 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 <laughs> that was great. Oh, I played a few bad ones as well. I loved it, man. That was uh, that sounded amazing. Oh, thanks. that was that was really really cool. Watch as I completely make Jerry Cantrell ashamed. <laughs> 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 awesome. yeah, Jerry called. First... He's pissed. He's on yeah. the phone. No, I'm kidding. 
That would he's be great. suing. He's I'm a lost, already of, there. He loves the mix fest. It makes cast. He listens to it all the time. He's. I hope not. Well, then that means he's heard me talk about him in slow mo. That's right. Oh. He's got these huge it's hands. <laughs> Does Jerry Cantrell have really huge hands? Oh, uh, I meant sonically. I had, I was telling a story uh, about. That's right. That's yeah, right. man, I'd gotten a jam with him up in Queen Anne, and he's a super nice guy. And we sat down and played, you know, like an impromptu four or five song set together. And he had just had his shoulder surgery, so I played guitar for the whole thing, and he didn't. Wow. And then finally he was like, man. And my buddy George Grissom, who used to front Counterfist, was up there, yeah. and he grabbed George's guitar, and we did Brother together. And when he played the guitar solo to Brother, you know, I was as close as you guys. I was a foot and a half away from him, and I was just like, like whoa. Wide, I mean, this massive, just huge, resonant. The guy's got hands like Hendrix, man. It's one of those things. Like, it's not just a great guitar and a great tone. I mean, Jerry's... It's all right here. Yeah. And right because, I mean, and George is a great guitar player, but it's just this, you know, mid-range, $300 Ibanez electric acoustic, nothing fancy, and it was 10 times louder. Wow. Everything was big. When he did vibrato, the volume level actually didn't dip like it does in acoustic, where mm. it just fades out because there's no resonance. It was just this huge Gilmore-esque, like... Damn, dude, it's so nice to meet you. <laughs> but I told that story like one of the first MIGS casts, and then someone had pointed out like on iTunes you can hit a thing and play it at half speed. And I came back the next episode, and they played me like 20 seconds of it, slowed down, and it, I died, dude, man. He's got huge Yeah, well, I sound like I'm really, really drunk and undereducated, you know? Like this whole, it was this magnificent effect, so. Don't worry, then you sound like us. I think normally. Steve's looking for it. <laughs> He's trying to call it up, man. Or yeah. something. I'm just trying to call up anything. Well, you hear me, like, my voice jumps around, like, man, it was like... Really sweet, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had a good laugh. Was- yeah! And he's like, well, I need to get that car. I'm like, if you touch my garage, I'm calling Call the, the cops. <laughs> we all just dropped acid. And also, sir, do you realize how stupid this is? I've been paying for pretty much a year on time, all the time. Somehow I missed one payment. I have no idea. That's crazy. I'm like your slow-mo hype man, dude. I feel like we're back on the weed bus. The best thing is like you can just grab any part of the podcast or any podcast and just start it and it it sounds like we're having a drunk conversation. And there will always be somebody who gets offended by that. And someone's like, well, I used to be able to say that X amount of years ago. And it's like, Sure, yeah, when you were talking with your buddies. <laughs> buddies. Your buddies. Uh, I don't even know what you're talking about. Rev, I love you, man. That was That's awesome. So, so like an old racist guy. <laughs> talking sitting on, sitting on a porch rocking back at Good to Have Land. I used to be able to do that. Six, when that movie came out, and Simpson was born. Oh, my dad, that's right. Bart Simpson was still a concept in Tracy Ullman's head. Wow. Hey, kids, you don't know what we're talking about anymore, do you? <laughs> do you? Man, I swear it has a more dramatic effect on me, dude. I swear to God. What I would love... It's like the idiot filter. It zeroes in on me and just amplifies what a moron I am. <laughs> what I feel like we need is slow down you in the Appalachian accent because that oh, would be oh yeah. my god Monday yes. Friday 
will get me talking to my dad about hot rods for about 15 minutes, and 15 minutes in, we'll just kick the record on, and you can just you know capture me in true Appalachian dialect. Like two oh, boom awesome. hours, man. Just <laughs> only, yeah, yeah, dude. What the hell's going We're on? Two boom hours. It'll fix your car, brother. <laughs> Sold. That's boom hour. I feel like one of these podcasts, we just put it in that slow motion for the entire podcast <laughs> and just see if people notice. <laughs> or just like, I have laughter if you do this. Well, and when you title it, title it P P P O O O O D D D D C C C A A S and see if anyone even gets it, and then they'll turn it on and be like, "Oh God, really? You did that? Thank God, this is this is how we do the five hour podcast." Yep. The thing is, people's ears will get used to it, so then everyone else around them will sound like squeaky mice afterwards. It'll be actually that's all I ever hear anyway, man. I can't work Twitter. Put me on a city bus and watch what happens, man. I have my machete out in no time. It just went off. Or do we just get drunk for a podcast as opposed to right now? Get drunk for a podcast like at the end of the night when we're really slurring our words do a podcast like that and then slow it down to see how weird it really oh my sounds. Gosh. That's actually that's a pretty a great idea. Thing. Or speed it up and then we sound sober. No, I bet yeah. we wouldn't. We'd, yeah. we'd sound drunk like drunk guys on crystal meth is what we'd sound like. <laughs> Solid <laughs> point. Solid point. Yeah. Plus, man, the more I drink, the less filters I have and the thought of that being documented because, I mean, even the other day, I woke up and was like, oh, man, I need to make some phone calls. And I couldn't because I'd smashed my phone. Yeah. You know? But I had gone out to Slim's and really, really gotten intoxifluenced badly. Dude, the weirdest is, like, whenever, like, in the past, like, back in, you know, especially younger and dumber with this job. And just, I would, sometimes, there were times where I'd get messed up. And not on the air, like, in the studio. But if we were, like, doing a remote. I remember, I remember it was, like, one of the first pain in the grasses that, was it pain in the grass? No, it was, like, Ozfest. Oh. And I decided, oh, you know, it'd be a good idea to take some ecstasy in the oh, middle of the day. I remember Solid that. Choice. Completely you forgetting had to do the a remote. Forgetting the fact that I had to go on the air with the men's room at some point to oh, give a, a report on what's going on at Ozfest. How, what was your report like? My, I'll, I'll tell you what my dude I'm not <laughs> Everything ca- was awesome. Cal's like everything's great. It feels fantastic. <laughs> Everything feels amazing. <laughs> I wish I had the audio. I'll have to try and track it down. Maybe like somebody on the men's room has it. I doubt it. They get drunk they and forget these things. Right. They're not gonna I don't think but, they'd forget that. But they're like, hey, we're going live. Let's let's talk to Steve. And and I go, Ted, and like, yeah, Ted, are you there? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, Steve, I'm here. Ted, there's a lot of people here. <laughs> and Ted at that moment realized what he was talking to because like the other guys didn't realize. And he's like, oh man, we gotta get, we we can't keep yeah, talking. We gotta get off. We, yeah. we, we gotta get Steve off the microphone. I'm like, Ted. He's like, yeah, Steve. I got two rock girls sitting on my lap right now. I'm giving them a back rub. It's awesome. <laughs> He's like, all right, Steve, it's good talking to you. We got to get going. <laughs> well, see, that's a real bro. Because anyone else yes. would be like, keep going. Keep going. You know, Ted's like, we're out. We're out. We're out. We're yeah, out. Get him off. Yeah, yeah. Ted shows up to Ozfest and is trying to find us and finds me. I'm lying on the grass and I'm just throwing grass in the air and it's just hitting me in the face. <laughs> He's like, have you seen a band yet? I'm like, nope. <laughs> I just want to point out again, on the on the job nope. on yeah. the job you know yeah and he's yeah. still employed that's right yeah no, i wasn't gonna remind respectfully award-winningly that, but, you know, employed yeah, exactly. shockingly, I'm a bro. <laughs> yeah, shockingly they did not fire me granted no one knows 
except for you guys. So <laughs> well, keep it quiet. Anyone that listens to this <laughs> podcast is hip to your jive now, dude. <laughs> but I know my boss doesn't listen to this podcast because we'd have a lot of talks if he did. <laughs> right? <laughs> there would have been a lot of conversations over the years. I confused him and Ryan Castle this morning because they looked a lot alike. To one's me. got the white beard, one's got the brown yeah. beard. Well, yeah. And, and of Reddish course, brown. just if I can add a story in here, did by you, the way. Did you yes. like openly say, hey, good morning, Ryan, to no, the club? No, no, I was <laughs> Oh, okay, cool, cool, there. cool. I thought it was like that. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but I, I thought it was Ryan for a second, and I was like, damn. Ryan aged overnight, man. Um, Ryan, and, uh, he pulled a Kenobi on yeah, us, man. Exactly. What's going on here? It's that live day, man. It's been stressing him out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and then uh, I, I I ran into him on the way to the restroom, and then it felt very cool to be in the men's room. And so, of course, I had to flush and then flush again and go, a, a double, double flush production. production. <laughs> and Ryan Castle is standing at the urinal and goes, you're not the first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the first time I heard someone do that. You were the first for me. Oh well, hey, I haven't done that. I've, I've done other things in that bathroom, but oh. I haven't duplicated that show clip. I have destroyed that <laughs> I bathroom. That no, bathroom I go into oh, that requires a double flush. Yeah, man. yes, I'm part of the mentor. Well, you gotta have good reverb to really pull it off. Well, right, here we go. Try it again. Yeah. There we, we go. We should. <laughs> A double flush production. Nice. See, we should have tracked Aww, our performance man. in the men's er, uh, in the men's room here because it has great reverb. It has great reverb. Can we just podcast from the restroom? That would be no. funny. Next time we do a mix cast with the band, we have them perform in the bathroom. In the men's room? Don't tell anybody. So when they just right. come in to use the restroom, they're just like, "Oh, I'm going to use well, no, this." No. I call out. I'm not. No. No. no come yes, on. Yes, Vicky, you have to film it. The bathroom. You have to film it while the rev is pooping. And I'm just saying, I want to leave the bathroom open and we remove the stall doors, like. Business as usual, yeah, featuring just, Wyatt only stand, in the wreckage. Stand on the back of a toilet, and you're fine. Yeah. Just stand right back After there. chili day, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This could be... Taco and tequila Tuesday. Oh, That's dude. right. <laughs> I missed that day. Oh, oh no. that was a good time. I bet. I saw yeah, it. you have to come next time. I will. I didn't yeah. get to go either, man. There's I always will. cool stuff going on that I don't get to go to. That's how it feels. Yep. Having normal jobs you know. and stuff. I know, it's a drag. For Such us, drag. it's when we have shows. It's weird. I've been watching Boy. television, and none of those people seem to experience this sort of thing. I mean, right? what's going on there? What are we being sold like, as a culture? You know, this, <laughs> like, you know, real life crime. TV, it's like, yeah, no, that doesn't happen. You want to see reality what? TV? Follow me around for a week, man. I will show, you know, dude. First of all, they'll cancel the show. But second of all, you want a taste? Come on. <laughs> you know? Right. Man, your right foot's bleeding, I know. And we still got 10 hours left on the shift. Let's do this. I mean, <laughs> come, come on, on now. Yeah. You're keeping up with the Kardashians don't have iPhone problems? Dude, I can sort that whole family out with a hefty bag and a shovel. That's just something <laughs> I can do, man. I'll bring the lime. Oh <laughs> boy, yeah, dude. Hey, why don't we do another song? I, I believe you cool. guys have... Yeah, we'll do one more for you. Did you write uh, a song about the Kardashians? We, we got a tune. Hold on. This is, uh, this is the tuning song. Oh, let me turn this on. There we go. Sweet. Oh. He had you muted, and then the minute you told him you were tuning, he unmuted you just to throw you way under the party bus. Yeah. Oh, now, now, now we can hear. There we go. Tuning. <laughs> tuning. I know that song. Yeah, just a little bit. I actually thought about that today, but oh, then I was like, nah, I don't want a fanboy on Glenn Actually, we did that really good, though. Wyatt, Wyatt and I, we're not going to do that today, but at one point, Wyatt and I, it was one of my acoustic shows, and Wyatt got up and sang House of Cards and owned it. You've done it twice, actually. Twice, yeah. You destroyed it. It was really cool, man. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. I, I, I destroyed it in an awful way. But <laughs> No, no. I, That's I, why I, we're not awesome. doing it today, because I will say, I'm doing all right for an early morning singing gig, yeah, but doing great. I can't go Glenn, Glenn Cannon high right oh, now. Oh, you can get all. as high as me. It's really easy, man. I'll make a couple phone calls. Yeah. 
right there. But, but can you go Steve Miggs high at Ozfest? Let's see. <laughs> there's a lot of people here. There's some grass to throw. This grass is awesome. There's some really nice people that gave me a piece of paper. <laughs> so, Dude, uh, quick story. Go ahead. That makes sense. Some random guy comes up. He goes, "Hey, happy birthday!" I'm like, "Awesome!" He puts. He's like, "Here, I got some for you." I'm like, "Put my hand out." He puts acid in my hand. Nice. <laughs> Was it packaged anyway? No, a little piece of paper of acid. Oh, so you could have basically gotten a little nubbin from the rubbin. Right. So here I am now. That I've never done acid in my entire life. Oh, now. you should try. I mean, that's uh, yes. Not when I'm about mm -hmm. to sing with you clowns at Migs Fest. Like, this is probably would have kicked children. in right as you got on. It right. would have been fine. You've been okay. So now I've got, 40, I've got this, forty minutes or so. I've got before. this little piece of acid in my hand, and I'm like, I've heard stories that if you sweat, it gets into your system. So now I'm freaking out. But I'm also thinking, I don't want to be rude and just like throw it on the ground and be he like, slap some dude on the back of the neck. <laughs> What's up, bro? I put it in red string. The, the fire marshal oh. was on site and he was just like, What's up? I'm Steve Miggs. Shook the fire marshal's hand, walked away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that been amazing. Steve's that guy. Have fun, fireman. <laughs> so now I'm like, What do I do? So I, I, I put it in my back pocket. Right? So now I'm thinking, Well, now I'm going to go up on stage. I'm probably going to sweat a little bit. What if it seeps through my jeans and into my ass and now I'm going to have like acid? Through the ass. Acid acid. So the entire night I'm spazzing out. So I'm like, as soon as I got away from the guy, I'm like feverishly trying to like dig my pocket out, like letting everything hit the ground. I still have no idea where it went. Like the minute I got home, I washed my jeans. I'm like, I don't want this acid. Acid washed jeans. All of his clothes will get you high now. Lulu was really quiet for a couple days. That's where, right? Lulu was like, I see six of you. Yeah, Lulu was just real chill and strange for a couple days. And she spoke human language. It was very yeah. weird. It's like being a family guy. Like, can I understand Lulu or not? I can't tell. <laughs> or does Lulu understand me? That's right. Which one of us is on acid? <laughs> but man, it was weird. It was like, of all the gifts, like I've had people hand like, here's a nub of weed or here's some alcohol. Got disembodied human finger. That, yep, that happened at Migs Fest. Uh, <laughs> never once has anyone just handed over acid. Like, I'm like, at least warn me. Like, say, hey man, I'm about to hand you something that will get you high rather quickly just by putting it on your hand. <laughs> yeah, at, at our Halloween show a couple weeks ago, uh, someone came up to Willie and I and said, "Hey, I've got acid and mushrooms." And I was like, "Oh, cool. Well, uh, you know, thanks, officer. I, I live, yeah, right. I, I, live, I live the clean lifestyle, but I'm fine." And I walk away. But Willie stays there and conversates for a second. And I'm, worried. I'm sitting there, and you know, Willie's drinking, having a good time with everybody, getting the crowd all riled up before we go on. And uh -huh. I'm sitting there going, "Oh no." Did Willie it, might have it, dropped acid before this you, show. You better make it a short set. I'm waiting for a really exciting no. show, uh -huh. and then he didn't. Uh -huh. <laughs> I better foresight. So look at all that setup, no, and I, then just a complete no. letdown. I've played on acid a couple times in my own volition, then one time someone hooked me up with a really cool beer, at least they thought they were hooking me up, and let me tell you, it's remarkably challenging and not fun. Because you start realizing what's going on, you're like, oh man, and then am I focusing, am I out of whack, does that, oh god, that does, your, your strings feel, it's not cool. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh yeah, Hendrix is on acid. Dude, probably not. I'm just going to say, probably not. Probably brother. the image. I played, I played rock band on mushrooms, so I kind of get what you're saying. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's hard, man. How high well, was your rock meter? Buttons, man. I, I, was killing I it. think it's a hallucinogenics thing. This was years ago. I was playing a show at the Rainbow, and a dude walked up to me in the, the restroom and was like, uh, hey man, loving your band, you want some mushrooms? I was like, well, yes, I do. And I pulled the cellophane off my cigarettes. He was like, dude, no, 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 no. Get a couple paper towels. And I'm like, oh, 
Okay. Homie reaches into a backpack and produces a shopping bag, bag a brown paper bag, Jeez. and starts fistfuls what? of mushrooms. And I'm like, dude, and now I've got now I've got fistfuls of mushrooms. <laughs> it bundled in these paper towels, and I have to exit the restroom into a club full of people. He's like, I love you guys, bra. I'm like, if you love me, you wouldn't do this to me, man. <laughs> you know? And he's out of the bathroom, and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to explain all of the hallucinogenics I now have on my person to the narcotics officer waiting to piss, you know? It was a gift. Oh, dude, I think I, I think Mark may have come in. I was like, go get my guitar case, bring it here. I showed him what was transferred. But yeah, I got... Mark got really my excited. My God, dude. I mean, it had to have been a couple ounces. I mean, it was massive. It was so the, doing like handfuls before you went on? No, I, I gave no. I didn't do any that night. I gave oh. most of them away because um, there was actually a buddy of mine. It was a door prize. Well, yeah, you got to be generous, <laughs> right? I, I gave most of them actually to. He was then the bass player of Underride because we were at a show where I had taken mushrooms after I played, and he came up and said, "I heard that you had mushrooms." I said, "Oh yeah, dude, I still have some." And I reached in my pocket. And I fed him. It was dark in the club, and I had made earplugs out of paper towels. Oh, I think it's earplugs out of mushrooms. Dude, no, yeah, no, that's, no. Yeah. that's gangster. Right, right. Yeah, that's how I roll. But I, I fed him my ear, I fed him like. my earplugs, and I'll never forget that. He put them in his mouth, started chewing. His expression changed. <laughs> and, and even as I was tripping, I was like, "Oh, I didn't just. Oh no, sorry, bro." And then you know, I was like, "Dude, look, I made paper towel earplugs. I just fed him my earplugs. I'm apparently out of mushrooms." May I please buy you multiple drinks? And he was real cool about it. So most of those mushrooms that were he given ate to me, your earphone, the earplugs, he spit them out because he was Why? like, "Gross!" Oh god, dude, they, it was dark and they were brown. And I pulled them out of my pocket, slapped him his hand. Why were they brown? Thank you, Rev. Brown, brown, brown? Oh, brown paper towels. Brown paper towels. You need to clean in your ears. No, no. I, I was having the same thought. What if the earwax got him high? Nah, he, he was he was he That's was how accepting but made. bummed. But I gave most of the the shopping bag full of Talk mushrooms I gave to him as an apology, and he was like, "Dude, you're kidding me!" And I'm like, "Dude, I still feel really bad." Plus, I was tripping when I watched you eat my earplugs, and so that it, doesn't help. My Almost bad was sick. amplified, you know. So yeah, uh, I can't remember that cat's name, but he was a bass player of Underride for a while. It's I remember those guys. Yeah. Long, yeah. sad, true story. So always look at what you eat before you eat it, kids. I guess that's the moral. And, and you'll never know what you'll get handed at a rock show. Is also that the moral. Is the moral. Yeah. yeah. There are wow. so many mixed fest stories that one day there will be a book like The Dirt published, and it's just like mixed the fest. Mixed I just want to tell rock and roll stories, man. Oh. I have all this random stuff going back to God knows when, and yeah. Write a book, all man. of this is true. Like, Seriously. I didn't make this up, man. Dude, write a book. Yeah. Made a, make a blog. You could have seen my face, and that dude was handing. I was like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, here, man, I love you guys. I'm like, I love you too, but Jesus. You know, <laughs> and I had no way to really transport these, and yeah, it was a good time. All in the bathroom of the Rainbow in the U District, which is now. Oh, I remember the Rainbow. Yeah, it's right off of I 5. It's now called something else. It might even be a brewery it's now. Like, it's on that corner, right? Mm -hmm. The Blue Moon Saloon's right next door. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That used to be the Rainbow. They used to do live music in there. When I played. That's uh, 98 I... to 2004 ish era. When Peter Parker was a band, we played, we had a show scheduled at the Rainbow. We showed up, and no one's, no one's there. And I'm like, okay, the doors are locked. No one's there. We have all of our gear. We're like, we're not that early. We're like pretty much right on time. We keep waiting. We keep waiting. Finally, like, just call the booker. Uh, Matthew, our singer, calls the book. He comes back and goes, oh, apparently they shut the bar down and it's no longer... Oh, dude. Like, jeez. <laughs> we technically were there for the last didn't night. Didn't even tell the bands. No, didn't tell any of the bands. The other bands showed up. They're like, what's going on? And we're like... Ah, there's no show. Why is there no show? Well, apparently the bar is shut down. We had that happen to us in, in, in Fells Point in Baltimore. We showed up and straight up a guy was like, hey man, the owner went to go f***ing... Oh, 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 
Okay, pause. I'm so amazed that it that is was not me. me that dropped the Well, F-bomb. no, it was a Baltimore quote, but the guy was like, the owner just went to go effing buy some rock. She'll be back. And we were like, yeah, right. He's like, man, I'm not kidding. She went to go get some rock, brother. She'll be back. And she never came back. And it was us and two other bands stood around outside in, in Baltimore um, getting panhandled like you like locusts they descended on us but yeah literally wow. and she never came back the yeah. Cl- yeah just never came back to open the club yeah I'll so. never forget that I'm like I can't believe and then I was having in the middle of a fight with my then girlfriend at the time and, and I'm just like Man, I went through all this for nothing, and I'm not even playing a show. Like, I was so pumped. I'm like, all right, well, you know what? I'm bagging out. I'm hanging out with her. I'm going to play a show. And then it's like, oh, I'm just sitting on my ass outside in the U District. That, that place changed hands a couple times. Yeah. And then I think it became a dance club for a while. And, and now I swear it's a brewery. I think someone I think turned you're it right. into a brewery. Man. Yeah. Cool place, though. Che- cheers, brother. Yeah. For yeah. We being played, part we, of that. We kind of sort of played their last show. Yeah. So well, when's we, Peter Parker getting back together? Maybe that's a whole headache, man. It's impossible. It's so impossible. We tried, and it's just, it's too much. If you get the drum itch again, I'm sure Rob would let you sit in for a song on one of our shows. Sure, so, yeah. You should, you should, he's actually he a great drummer, bomb, man. man. I'm jammed to him. He's a killer drummer. Yeah. Yeah. This is something I haven't experienced firsthand. Oh, so yeah. I mean to. yeah. Did Peter Parker ever put out any records? Like, two records. I, yeah, there's two records. One's called Migliori, and the other one's called Semi-Autobiographical. And, Dude, uh, the, how do I find these? They're on Spotify if you have or Apple Music yes, if you have I those. Have no idea. Damn. Yeah, if you subscribe, just there's another band called Peter Parker as well. We're not that band because they're they're some weird crap going That's on. That's why we're not just called the Wreckage. Same situation. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So, well, there's like a there's a band called Windowpane that did a Faith No More cover on some kind of a Faith No More tribute record, and I always thought it was you guys. Is it spelled the same way? There, there might be it might be two words. Okay. It might be window and so then if it's pain. two words. We had to shut down a Southern Rock tribute act years ago because we own the we own the trademarks, um, and also we've been using the name in, in dealings of commerce since. Beep. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> but so we can use that too. But uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not sweating that. But we ended up buying the trademarks, and at one point there was this Southern Rock tribute band that was really growing and growing on the web. Oh wow! And we were starting to get overlap. There's also some terrible jazz fusion album that's out uh, from an artist called Window Pane, but they're long since debunked, and I, I think the website's gone down. But we actually we've only once had to say, hey, we're really, 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 really sorry. Ah, uh, but. We own the trademarks. Here's the registration numbers, and you got to call it something else. Yeah, we've only done that once in, in all the years as the band. Let me see if I can find it on you. I don't know if it's on. And now. then, of course, like BBE put out a pedal called Window Pane. Window Pane's actually an acid from the mid to late seventies. It was a real four that panel explains a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, right? it was a hallucinogenic. Right. It yeah, all makes sense. We so, all watched the documentary and then, several well, times. <laughs> well, then I think it's Target has a line of glassware called Window Pane as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the trademarks we own. We kind of have to let those go because there's four possible trademarks. We own three of the four, and I think it's uh, Recorded Works, uh, merchandise associated with Recorded Works, uh, live performances, etc. So the window pane glassware, we can't be like, dude, stop it because it has nothing to do with the trademarks we own. Yeah. So and trademarks are expensive, and then I found out that they expire. I figured if they were so expensive, you owned them. No, 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 no. They expire after like seven years. We had to go through all that twice. Well, and, of course, man. You know, yeah. like, dude, we spent a fortune buying the three most. Pre- we would have bought all four, but it was like, dude, you know, let me hold up a couple more Seven Elevens, and we'll make this happen. Let me find the guy <laughs> with a shopping bag full of mushrooms, <laughs> and I'll pedal mushrooms, and we'll buy these trademarks. Exactly. You know? <laughs> How much are mushrooms nowadays? I mean, <laughs> they're free if you're celebrating your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I love how he, I love how he gestures to Steve. Like Steve will know. <laughs> yeah, they were on a. Uh, it was a Faith No More cover album called uh, "Tribute of the Year," tribute to Faith No More back in tw- 2002, and there was a band called Windowpane, two words, and they covered "Spirit." Oh, weird. 
Which is funny because you're a big uh, window, a big Faith, window pane fan, of course. Uh, big Faith No More fan as well. So I, I was didn't like, know oh, they did that. It, it, well, the it's, two it's words thing you guys. I've listened to it. It's not around you guys. it, and yeah, I don't think I think the two words. I don't think we can press them on it. And then the other, let's th- sue them. <laughs> well, Steve's the lawyer. They, let's go deep. They'd win, and I'd be Glenn Cannon in the wreckage next week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Whoa, I'd probably listen really to it even more then. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's do another song. Cool, man. Well, no, I then think you guys would sue me for that. You know. I think we're going to go ahead and uh, do Steve's favorite. Nice. Yes. Good enough for government work. All right. One, two, three, four. Oh, 
Nice. Why nice. only having seen that live so many times, I was waiting for the F bomb. I was like, I won't be the only one. Oh, he didn't uh, do it. He's a man <laughs> that knows how to censor himself. Yeah, he went to that ending. I was like, oh, oh. Ah, yeah. <laughs> well, and that was pure habit. And usually, typically in a room uh, full of a couple of people, I wouldn't do my usual live closing of thank you very, very much. Well, but you got to think of all the listeners out there in no, the world. No, that's true. So it's and still very lo- functional. We love them so much. By the way, Mama Hocknado, if you're listening, I love you. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that Wyatt would have remembered your nuts. <laughs> well, you remembered. I would have remembered right. your nuts. Putting you on the spot, write a song about Mama Hocknado right now. Go. Okay, hold on. I dropped my guitar pick. I'm not a professional. Oh. Here, man. Run, go. Let me fix my tune. Ah. The wreckage loves you, Mama. We love you very much. But sometimes Glenn puts on a trench coat. Looks in the mirror while doing the tuck. (laughs) Now I've gotten myself in trouble. Cause there's only one word I can think of that rhymes with tuck. But we still love you, Mama Hognado. And Willie Nelson don't give up. That's not, never mind. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> as that was Rev, as Rev panics and dives right. across well, the... what's the timestamp on that one? All right. Yeah. <laughs> also, how, when did you start peering through my bathroom window, dude? I kind of thought that was my private time. I had my special alone time. Hey, hey, man, people talk about Buffalo Bill. Really, they don't know that yeah. it's just Glenn Cannon. Yeah, yeah, Buffalo, right. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo Glenn. Buffalo yeah. Glenn. Buffalo Glenn. I'd F me hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there, I was like, can I quote? that mm, probably shouldn't <laughs> I, I am amazed though because i was saying the whole drive down here i was like i wonder if i can get away with only like three or four beeps and I, so far no. i think i'm batting a thousand on yeah you are yeah there's only one edit here and that's glenn that's yeah. Right. Yeah. way to go glenn well i was influenced uh. by red last week oh, oh red. my god man she's yeah fun. Oh, she's, she's amazing she rules yeah, yeah she's mouth. killer she's got a dirty <laughs> mouth though and if At she uses at and i'm getting one of her old phones that's my plan i just so everyone remembers again saturday november 26th at the high dive we got Wyatt only in the wreckage and if you want any information w-o-a-t-w Dot com is the website, or if you just type in "white only" in the wreckage on Facebook, you'll find it there. Acronyms are fun. Yes. <laughs> what does that stand for? W O A T Y. By the way, it's Wyatt only and the. I know. I'm just oh, okay. I was sitting here like, oh man, I, mean, we're we're all we the I didn't want to say anything. I was, no, I love his, it. He had the poker face. I know. Right? Yeah. I was like, you dude, sold you it really so hard. Yeah. I do that to BJ all the time. I love getting the reaction of BJ. Well, I mean, I could do it without trying, but the look of why are you so stupid? And I had that from the entire band: Rev, Vicky, Danny, Glenn, all looking at me like you're an idiot. What do you think that stands for? Awesome. Rev, Vicky, and Danny had the look of dude. But the band was very polite, straight faced. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do we call oh, out Steve, on it? Yeah. Steve, that stands for why they, you know they were being so polite and cool. I was watching them, man. Like, yeah, yeah. like we like him. He's giving us this nice opportunity. <laughs> that would have been the he perfect seemed... opportunity for us to actually drop an f bomb. Yeah. yeah. Like, what the? Well, well, see. Now I'm wondering if Rev, because for some reason maybe it's the glasses. I feel like he's the most intelligent head in the room right now. I'll come up it. with a new acronym. It's the right beard. now. W o a t w. What could it stand for? I got nothing. Come on, Wheel of Fortune, man. I, 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 I don't do acronyms on Wheel of Fortune. Uh, Wookiees on acid. 
Wookies on acid throwing Wookies. Yes! Wow. Wookies on acid throwing Wookies. There's our side Wookies on acid tossing Wonka. If you ever have to do a secret show, that's what you call yourselves. Can we play with glacial milk, though? Wookies on acid tossing Wicket. Wow. Everyone wants a Wicket toss. It works. Wookies on acid tickling Wicket. We'll have to figure out a glacial milk show. Tickling Willie. There's a backstory to that. And what's the other show as well you got coming up in December? Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be December 16th. It's at uh, Tony V's, which if anyone hasn't been to Tony V's in Everett, yep. it's like my favorite room in the state. Go there. It's awesome. It's yeah. incredible. And Tony does so much for live music. He's amazing. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be us, uh, Superfecta, who is at MIGS Fest, yes. and Convergence. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, very cool. Why don't we do our voicemails, our emails, and text messages? I know you guys are going to stick around because we got some emails for you guys, so that'll be a lot of fun. Oh, so really? Oh, cool. Let, Sweet. Let's do it. I get to say some stupid things. That was Wyatt right there, too. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say after the word Titanic? I have no idea half of the time of what... Stay positive, Titanic. Yeah. I'd like to thank all the douches. <laughs> Can you tell I listen to this podcast? I love that you do, man. It means yeah. a lot to us. That's I awesome. love it, man. That's great for anyone who's listening. Like, yeah, you guys are actual members of the Titanic douche community. Hell so, yes. Yes. I never thought I'd be so proud of being referred to as a douche. Oh, you got his microphone on, Rev? Um... You gotta turn. Drop, turn uh, there we go. Turn him oh, on, Rev. There, there we go. Turn, turn him on. One more time. Yeah, and one thing I've learned is uh, Glenn always likes people showing up at your house, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just come on by, knock on the door. I'll, I'll always be smiling you politely. Know, honestly, though, holding a firearm. Based on the, the news I just learned, um, Glenn probably will have no problem with you, Rob, showing up to his house because yes. apparently we don't even need to find Glenn an iPhone because Rob has one. Oh, what a god. Rob has an AT&T phone he's going to donate to the cause. That's some love. Which is going to put out a series of fires that I can't. So expect a whole Facebook, like I will erect a statue Mm -hmm. out of. (laughs) Little does Glenn know that this is all just a joke and and Rob just wants to get his hopes up really high so we can mess with him later. Dude, why does his phone smell like blood and semen? (laughs) That was my my uncle's phone. (laughs) Do we have to bleep that word? No, no, that's okay. Semen's cool. Did you listen to the episode where we, we... we documented my confusion, and it got more confusing the more the three of us talked. Yes, like well, he's talking about works. he's talking about dudes in the navy. That's why it's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seamen, airmen, yeah, midshipmen, yeah, <laughs> things like, like that. that. Bosun's <laughs> mate. <laughs> All right, why don't we start off with a voicemail? All right. Hey, Steve. This is Steve in the practice channel. What's up, Rev? What's up? And Glenn, what's up? What's happening? Uh, Steve, I yes. have one name for you. Okay. Dukaka. Oh boy! <laughs> if you don't remember, that was the guy, <laughs> Japanese no, I... guy, who did songs with just only his mouth. Rev may know it. I doubt Glenn does. What did he do and with his I mouth? I can't find anything on YouTube because I don't remember his songs name. So uh, it's just a blossom pass. Talk to you guys later. Bye. So back when I worked on the Andy Savage show, we discovered some guy from Japan that would make music with his mouth. Everything like from the drums, everything. I can't. 
find hit any of his stuff online. Otherwise, I would. But apparently, at one point, he worked with the Deftones for a half a second. He, he's gone something. underground. Yeah, he's this guy, Dukaka. And, <laughs> and it was like the funniest stuff. Like, it was ridiculous. So we flew him out oh my God. to America. Nice. And he performed at one of our listener parties. and was awkwardly bad, but it was wow. worth every penny. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Actually, had he just destroyed it, maybe not have been as epic. Like, the right. fact that it was kind It was like he was so jacked, and he was doing it on the microphone. And it was just like, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. Like, this is just not good. But <laughs> was, it was it like, don't worry, be happy style? Like, where everything in the background is... Kind of. And I can't remember it all that well, but it was a little bit more aggressive. It's like the guy from uh, a Police Academy movie doing a Metallica tune. Oh, kind of yeah. Thing. Michael Winslow? Yes. Yeah, yeah, like but that. But that actually could be good. Yes. Yeah. Dukaku We'd was all great. buy the album. <laughs> like, it was so bad, it was awesome. Better than St. Anger. Right, yes. <laughs> well, St. Anger, I think, was actually done that way. Yeah. I played Dukaka, <laughs> played the drums, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that thing? It's a picture of a smashed up metal trash can, and it's like limited offer of the snare drum used on Metallica's St. Anger. I saw that and sort of fell over. Like, That's just awesome. Laughing. Yeah, it was incredible. Gosh, I mean, that, and I actually like a lot of the songs on St. Anger. Well, not a lot, like three of them. And it's just the production is just so, so bad. Frantic is epic. I don't care what anyone says. That song will well, get you going. You're right. Castle. Frantic. Tick tock. That tick tock <laughs> part could have been a little bit lower in the mix. Just a little tick tock. Tick tock. Tick tock. Castle oh told God. me an incredible story where they had received Saint Anger from the label to debut it. And I think the station was going to do the thing where you play the whole record or something. Yeah. And Castle opened it, popped it in, and had a panic attack and called the label and said, You have sent us unmixed records. Raw tracks. There is an issue. We're debuting this. Oh my God! You're you're kidding? No, I'm not kidding. It's not a joke. I've listened to it. It's it's the raw tracks. It's unmixed. I need the edit. Somehow you sent us the wrong, and it was this whole panic fest. And we'll red label it out. And they overnight express shipped it, and Ryan got it and popped it in and went. It's the same. Thing. Oh, like oh no. Oh, oh boy. It's <laughs> this. Oh. How like, do I how do I tell? Because I told Ryan this. about the day I heard it on the radio, and I was like, "Man, I thought they were kidding." And he told me that story, and I'm like, "And he was like panicked, and the yeah. chick at the label was panicked, like, oh, KSW's got the wrong material." And, he, and and then they got and they got it, and literally was like, <laughs> "Bro, I was oh. I was working downstairs still at the end, and I was." Touting, this is gonna be the year of Metallica. Like this is this album. I, you I picked had, the wrong year. I should have done this year. <laughs> this year would have been a much better year because I'm so excited for oh, a yeah. couple of weeks from now. But yeah, I was like, this is gonna be the album. Like the, I just had so much faith and confidence that Saint Anger was gonna be amazing. And same thing. I'm like, what? Why would they listen to Lars trying to be artistic? Like that was like. <laughs> Like what? Like no, you can't be artistic. I mean, Rob, you know, you can't get artistic with drum sounds. Like you got no. to have them sound like drums. I, I remember reading the, the Bob Rock thing, and he's like, "Dude, I wanted to serve Metallica raw, like uh, quick edits, punches, whatever, but live and raw, almost like you were documenting them in their garage." And I think that that could be done and made to sound incredible. But he intentionally tried to make it sound even more raw. Like an artistic than, impression yeah, of raw. Like, like, see how raw this really is? And it's like, man, I guarantee you put those four guys in a room and play together, it sounds a lot better than that. Way better. Um, and I think Bob Rock had a lot to do with that. And the band was like, you know, this is a unique new idea. Let's go. It was kind of the other, what was the other one they did that was just, the, oh, the Metallica Lou Oh, don't, don't even get oh, going Oh, don't even that. talk about oh, it. That, no, that album upset up. me in my soul. Dude, I don't even think it went gold. It went like foil or something. It, it sold like 73 <laughs> copies. That, that album 
went the like equi- copper. That's the equivalent of Metallica showing up to your home and giving your mom a donkey punch. Like that, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that album is insulting. And hey, how did you know that that happened to my the, old lady? The thing is, man, like I, I love Lou Reed, but it's like you you know what Lou Reed is, and what you, you are. don't yeah. put Lou. Yeah, you don't put. It's like you I, don't mix tequila and Jack Daniels in the same cup. Yes, you do. Well, actually, <laughs> unless you're Willie Nelson, Willie I'm Nelson trying to think of something. Whatever the f he wants, like, I'll mix them in my stomach. But on on a dare cup. once, I ate an Oreo wrapped in two pieces of bologna. What? That's pretty good. Jesus, it was challenging. I'm so hungry and, right now. I need that. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. That was that was the Lou Reed Metallica. It's like an Oreo wrapped in two slices of bologna. Oh. Um, kind of a mouth tragedy with, you know with toothpaste <laughs> put in the middle instead of the actual. Oh. Oh, and then I don't chug know. orange juice. There had to have been cash oh. involved for me to get toothpaste in there. The funny part is, like, when you talk about how they wanted to have this live sound, they also, I remember when I got the CD, it came with a DVD. I don't know if you guys remember, but the St. Anger came with a DVD where they did a live performance from beginning to end of the entire record. DVD killed? The DVD sounds awesome. Like, if they would have <laughs> just, if they would have just made that the record, I'd be like, okay, yeah, it's a little raw sounding. No, but, but Bob it, Rock did that to him. See how raw it is? Oh, it's like, dude. Brutal. Yeah. Hey, so um, uh, we have an email. It's uh, themigscast at gmail.com. Actually, a few people emailed knowing that why only the records are coming on, and then we got some questions. Oh, yay. Fan mail. How awkward can we make this? All right, so Mad, Mad Dog, he writes us. He goes, I have a question for why only in the wreckage. Mainstream rock bands have sounded essentially interchangeable for a good 10 to 15 years now. Since y'all are a rock band, do you ever think to differentiate your sound from the puddle of Seether Nichols using potato to make America great again. Sincerely, Mad Dog P.S. <laughs> there is no postscript. Seether Nichols? Is that I think you mean Seether. Seether Nichols using potato to make America great again. Huh. So, so Seether Nickelback puddle of mud. Yes. And I didn't catch the last two. Like, yeah. um, where's Trump? Potato? Well, yeah, yeah, Trump, but yeah, yeah where's yes. Potato Fit? Trump rock. That's a window pane reference, actually. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> really? Okay. No, I don't know. Um, It would make sense. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, it's, it's weird for us because we don't write for anybody to listen to necessarily. Like, my favorite thing about the Dark Futures record is the fact that it's a record that I would pop in and listen to. Right. Uh, it, it's not that well, we've got to write in this style because people will connect with it. Mm-hmm. And this uh, is how we'll sell. We're yeah, not going exactly. That. And that's, that's one part of what, like, I mean, I, I always, people goof on me because sometimes I have the musical taste of a 17-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, I'm a big so. fan of 21 Pilots. And what I love about 21 Pilots is that they're unapologetically themselves. Like, yeah, all their songs sound very different from the last one. Uh, some might even sound the same as the last one, but it's like you could tell they're not following any kind of script of, oh, we need to make it this way, that way, or that way. It's like, we're just making music that's fun for us. And I mean, yeah. you hear it with you guys, you hear it with Window Pane, oh, thank uh, you. you hear it with uh, the, a few of the bands, or all the bands that played at uh, Migs Fest. Like, I, I think once, once you start the worrying gross. about sounding or not sounding like something, man, that's going to just... That just kind of limits you. Well, yeah, personally. Completely. And I think that that's why I like <clears throat> 10 Miles Wide's record, The Gross, so mm-hmm. much. I mean, short of Windowpane self-titled, that's my favorite record. Yeah, here. thanks, uh, Of course, dude. And that's honest. That's honest. That's not Mine's just ask history. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, you uh, have great taste. <laughs> thank, you. thank you, Kyle. But, uh, <laughs> I know where credit's due, right? <laughs> I love that 10 Miles Wide doesn't seem to care what uh, they're perceived as sound-wise. I, I mean, Jaundice singing is incredible. It's that that end, the ending section of the title track, mm-hmm. where you can just hear how much his throat hurts on that take is amazing. I love it. There's just so much raw power in that ending. Ah, 
All right, another question for you guys from Robert. He says, you guys played a new song at Migs Fest. It was incredible. What is it called, and when can I expect to have This is like, <laughs> we just had this conversation. Uh, uh, by the way, I think I'll add that The Wreckage is the best live band in Seattle right now. Not since the 90s have I seen such passion on a local stage. Keep pushing, and that's from Robert. Wow. Wow. Man, that's amazing. Oh, man. Wow. Um, yeah, that new one's called Off the Wagon, uh, and I'm glad everyone liked it. It's now a staple in the set. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't oh, know when can they now. expect it. I, <laughs> Triple I've, I've been, uh, They're aspirin. My back's killing me. Oh, <laughs> sure. Aspirin. Don't hand this out to anybody. Oh. I was like, damn, Glenn, you, your breath bad that bad? <laughs> Altoids? Chomp on one of these, <laughs> man. Right. They're curiously strong. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's called Off the Wagon, and I think we're going to be going into the studio. We were talking about maybe cutting it as a single before we start on the next record because uh-huh. we like that song, and a lot of people have said, where can I get that? So we might just go in and cut it as a single. And these days, we'll I mean, obviously, I, I'm sure you guys are in the same way. Like, it's fun to put out the full record. But yeah. nowadays, you can put out something and not have to press, like, like CDs or vinyl of just one song. Like, you just make an MP3 and then just put it out there for people to consume. Exactly. You, really, you thought way, that was an Altoid. I, I'm trying to keep composure because Glenn just handed me what I thought was an Altoid and it's an aspirin. Dude, you did it here. I made it clear. <laughs> I told him, I was like, dude, they're actually aspirin. They're actually aspirin. And why? It's like, he gave me the, hey man, give me one of those. And I was like, all right. I saw Kyle smiling. <laughs> Kyle's like, Wyatt doesn't know. And then he, right before he went to answer, he popped that quote Altoid Wait, in. This dick and knew was, I was about to put in my mouth oh, and yeah. me. Dude, he was, did, he was looking at me smiling like Glenn he's gonna do it he's gonna do it he's gonna do it in all fairness I did too I was very entertained by that <laughs> I, I had to see how this was gonna pan out I was waiting for him to take a bite and do it <laughs> yeah, this is curiously not like, like I said that's an aspirin man they, they're aspirin but it, it's delicious they really, really are aspirin man <laughs> so kind <laughs> they're magically delicious I, I couldn't tell if you were ribbing me man like when you took it I thought you were still kind of in on the aspirin thing and then I started watching Kyle and I'm like no 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 man no. so why it's gonna eat that <laughs> I have this problem the moment I open my mouth my brain kind of stops functioning and so I'm kind of just train of thought guy and uh, yeah my brain went on vacation Thinking about this is an aspirin. Well, I do respect that you needed to wash the taste out of your mouth, so you just took another swig whiskey. of whiskey. Yep. Yep. That aspirin's nasty. Give me That's that how bourbon. mama taught me how That's to take right. my aspirin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do another voicemail. Hello, it's Mama Hot Mama. Yeah. I was hoping I could ask Red a question, but I think I'm too late. Yep. But anyway, she oh, sounds yeah, very, right. very nice she and is. very respectable, and yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, you have a nice week, and uh, stay positive. Sorry about the nuts. I'm getting a lot better. <laughs> Good. So stay positive. And we'll talk to you soon. We love you, Mama. Bye-bye. Mama next week rolls. he'll bring him in. And next we all love him. Bring them no, these nuts week. don't exist, man. Glenn ate them yeah. and I is now them. just so, covering. So you guys know I drive my... For all our listeners out there, I drive an old 66 Pontiac. It's like a, It looks like a GTO. It's a Le Mans. It's the GTO with a smaller engine, basically. Just rubbing it in. Well, so one of the unique and fun things about having an old car is the fact that, you know, it was made in 1966. My window seals have failed, um, which is not a big deal. It just means when it rains real hard, as it does this time of year, small puddles form on the passenger side floor, and it's just something I'm used to. Well, the glove box in that vehicle is made out of like a cardboard, compressed, it's, it's like basically cardboard, which over the years has gotten water damage. So the other day, I'm cruising up the road, and my glove box just fell out on the floor. <laughs> So I've been kind of tackling that, and in the process of that, I took the nuts 
out of my car because they were seated. They were sitting in front of the passenger side seat. Oh. Took them out, put them back in the house because I needed to flop around and see what I was going to do about fixing this glove box. And this is the true story of why. <laughs> and if I had a cell phone, I would document my glove compartment. All the contents are back in it, but it's basically this weird cardboard box sitting on the passenger I, side floor of my I car. I honestly thought you were going to say, and I also set an alert on my phone to remind me to bring the nuts <laughs> to the next no, cast. No, not true, man. I can't wait until next week when we get to hear another story about why you didn't bring the nuts. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, this is a really elaborate excuse at this point, Glenn. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Where did you guys park? Because uh, you guys have cell phones. You can document the fact that this isn't a lie. <laughs> we parked Good. out front of El Corazon. <laughs> oh, so did I. So when we get over there, I'll show you my glove box. Hey, everyone, get, get on Facebook and look for Wyatt. Any of the posts on the Wyatt pages anywhere, and you'll see I will let them document. Um, yes. Glenn's glove see. box. Well, I had to cover it with like a little blue chamois because my wife and I's uh, ballots are in there. Oh, that's and for important. some reason, I was like, Oh, that's Man. right. Today's election that's day. That's topical. Yeah. yeah thanks well, for, I'm glad we only brought it up once. We should have played Dark Futures. It would have been rather fitting. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> anyway, this is all true. My life actually functions. I swear I'm not making this up. Vote nuts. 2016. We need, we need you to get a phone again so you can start documenting your life more and more and showing it on your social media because I, I live for that. I love watching <laughs> your just day-to-day stuff like... When you uh, when you guys were in Montana doing the Rock and the Rivers oh, festival, and you post amazing. up that video of the door that got blasted by a shotgun or looked like <laughs> yeah, it did, yeah. I was loving Dude, that. Dude, yeah, oh, we it. checked into that I hotel and I was like, boy, that's funny. And it was a steel door that had been freshly painted. Man, you look, there was a lot of these mysterious little bents, and they were in just the oddest pattern. It was like someone with a sawed-off 20-gauge was maybe 12 <laughs> feet back, just enough to let that scatter open up. Avon calling. Yeah, and I, I, docu- <laughs> I documented that and put it online. I remember yeah. being a suit because I would finally gotten to bathe. I'd been flopping around under RV for oh, two yeah, was when we had all the like flat tires. Housekeeping. you up with a phone. Housekeeping. <laughs> Housekeeping, <laughs> mother I had just gotten out, of the, I'd gotten out of the shower. I had changed clothes, and I was going. We were all the surf- survivors were going to go just go drink and eat hot wings because we're happy to be alive. And and Kyle's right. I documented the... (laughs) When I weighed in, I was like, you guys tell me, man, is this a shotgun blast? And I documented the back of that That door. That's so funny. Yes, isn't... No, this is why you need to be back. How would you do that on Twitter? And then what do you like? Do? Us, you would use a vine. Oh wait, you can't anymore. What's a vine? Doing? Periscope. You can periscope. Oh, that's it. right. You can periscope it. I don't know how to Twitter. Man, vine. I need hot oil help. You know what's funny? It's like social media. Twitter is quite possibly the easiest of all the social yeah, media. Yeah, it's like and a the chat least room. stressful. Yeah, you get like Oh, I'm crying at night, like <laughs> nude, pinching myself and cutting myself. And, dude, it's terrible, man. Waterboarding yourself, just trying to get it out. Oh, of I head. did, man. I did, and I believed I was drowning. It was effective. Nice. Yeah. Let's do another voicemail. Hashtag Abu Ghraib. <laughs> hey guys, it's Hannah and Justin. Oh, Hannah and Justin. So we got to bring you the kiss. So we're at the party. Of course, Mark Harris had already kissed me at this point. He just came up to me and grabbed me by both ears and planted one on me and said, "You're freaking awesome." And then uh, halfway through the party, Hannah notices a guy checking up this girl's ass, and Hannah goes up to him and says. Wow, she really does have a nice ass, huh? And then later on in the night, what happens, Hannah? She just walks up and smacks one on me out of nowhere. And then later on in the night, uh, we're going to leave, and then what do you do then? What do I do? I return the kiss. Oh, there were two. So we got two girl-on-girl kisses. For the price of... One man kiss to uh <laughs> You still paid too much, brother. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like the exchange rate on that. 
So now we got Updates thanks, guys. Player. I'm sorry. Now keep We're telling the story. Yeah. Love you guys. Stay positive. Oh, still we'll talking. see you at the track <laughs> No, no, no. I, I love as he gets yeah, into the go. details of the Hannah kiss, the whole room falls quiet. Yeah. Like, we're all yeah. like, okay, yeah. yeah you yeah. have our you, attention. It's like you could hear the kiss. You're Willie's just it. breathing heavily in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Willie took his pants off there. Thanks for clearing that up, guys. Thanks for calling in and clearing that up, man. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know if you heard the, was it Red's podcast? Might have been. Um, but when I listened back, I realized that even the podcast before that, the three of us had missed that Justin had said, you know, because he said, yeah, Mark kissed me. And we were laughing about that when he said, and Hannah kissed some girl. I love that this has been like a soap opera that's been going on for like oh, four dude, episodes. But no. Oh, I, li- I listened back because I tried to listen back to all of them before I post them. I listened back and I caught that and I was like, dude. Like, we missed out on an awesome story. We need these details, brother. Yeah, so this is an ongoing thing with Justin Hanna. Love you guys. Thanks. Saw them at the BJ Migs anniversary party. They came out. They were rocking. He was rocking a windowpane hoodie. Ah, I love you for that, brother. Thanks, man. It was great to see those guys, as always. And they even made it on the bus. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And they were never seen again. Never seen again. I think they're in Idaho right now. Yeah, next time Levi comes into Rip Lion Pride, they'll be with him. Like, oh, we work for (laughs) Levi now. Yeah, I think they joined his cult. The cult exactly. of Levi. Yeah, I think next month we might have Levi swing by because we got a big show coming up in the near nice, future. So that'll be nice. kind of fun. Let's do a few more voicemails. Hey guys, Justin again. Sorry I missed that last one up. My uh, brain moves a little bit faster than my mouth does. But the reason that Sean was stuck in my head and I said drummer is because I just found out Hannah works with Sean's old babysitter from Bash on Island. Oh, and guess wow. what? We're trying to get her to the show. Her. So we'll see you guys at the tractor. It's December second. Love you guys. Oh, that'd be a trip, man. That'd be a trip. His old babysitter. His old babysitter I shows. Up. I don't know. That, that could be in my head. Yes. Right. In, 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 my, <laughs> in the penthouse forum, that is my brain. <laughs> yeah. I never thought this would happen. I saw my babysitter again, you and know. she was watching me bang the skins. <laughs> But all of a sudden, she was 60. <laughs> Fantasy spoiled. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> her breasts were hitting her toes. Well, actually, the, there was no mention of gender. His old babysitter is actually a guy. You know, it just ruins the whole thing. Oh, hey, Carl. Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> hey, Sean, you're still playing. Yeah, still playing. Yeah, all right. Remember that time you. you pooped your pants? Yeah, I remember. That's, that's great, Carl. <laughs> I had to send you to bed. Yeah, just really so good to see you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, by a chance, who invited you anyway? Oh, these, this nice couple. They Justin invited and me. Hannah, they yeah. rule. <laughs> yeah, they rule, Carl, but I've always been a little... You took my Matchbox cards, and I remember, so... Uh, okay. right. Let's do another voicemail. It's just this. Hello? I don't it's know. It's just what, this. What is that? What is he saying? Punch this fist? It's just this. I have no idea. It's, 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 it's it. What is it? Is it backwards? Would you like to play a game? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it just sounds right. All right, next voicemail. Screw it. You know, I'm I'm pretty tired of staying over at people's places, just hanging out and stuff. And then they decide that, hey, you're a free, you know, babysitter. That just bothers me. You know. I think that would bother anyone. Yeah. yeah why are you staying at their place though? Like, don't you got to like? Pay something for that? There's like an exchange of. Oh, I, like, I just assumed like he was just visiting, and yeah. they're like, "Hey, since you're here, okay. we're gonna leave, and our kids in the bed." I'm just assuming he's just like, hey, "You know, it sucks when they ask for something when <laughs> I'm staying at their place." My wife's old employer pulled that on her. Um, she, she, she was she was working for an acupuncture clinic that was kind of privately owned. And she was over at the house, and her boss, who was the owner, the wife was gone. But the husband, realizing Tawny was on the premises, straight up unannounced split. Just split. 
left Tawny there with three kids all day. No. Yeah, my wife was cool because she worked for him, but not cool. Yeah. So I'm assuming it was a situation like, okay, like that. Okay, Ooh, I'd be okay. That's what I got out of. Because honestly, if you're crashing someone's house, hey man, if you're getting the free couch, be cool and watch the kid while I go take. But yeah, I, I was assuming like Steve that it was a scenario where full on like, hey, where... that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, where's your dad? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, bro. I wanted to go see this movie. Well, dude, you know, I'm sorry you chose to breed, but don't leave me with your child. You know, <laughs> I came to hang out with you, not watch your children. Yeah. Wow. I've got black market connects for you know. Yeah, I was about to go profit. For a good price. Yeah. That's right. I say you they got blonde hair and blue eyes. That's right. Oh, We're dude. in business. I'll babysit. Even healthy, healthy <laughs> organs, dude. Just healthy, Whoa. farmable organs. I'm like, your kids want to eat some candy and just <laughs> feed them a bunch of sugar. Just oh, yeah. give them like sugar water. We were doing Mountain Dew bongs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like mom and dad are home. I'll have fun with these terrors. Yeah, enjoy your monkey. If you can't tell by this conversation, Kyle and I are great parents. Yep. I promise. <laughs> well, we are. Yeah, but you left your kids with the receptionist. Exactly. Yeah, and at that point, it's not my monkey, not my problem, <laughs> not my circus. Enjoy my circus, lady. Yeah, but I can't see either one of you guys inviting me over for a beer and then slipping away for seven hours. Because you haven't been over yet. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well These played. kids ain't watching themselves. All right, man. All right, let's do another voicemail. I went into a restaurant just the other day, about five ten minutes before they closed. It said from seven in the morning till eleven at night. We got there at ten fifty. And the waiter, they turned us away before we even could sit down. Oh, dude. What's the deal with uh, putting hours on a on a on the outside of a building if you can't get if you can't sit down and eat? It just it's just kind of annoying. I have this thing going on right by where I live. Right by where I live. I live down in Tacoma. Uh-huh. There's this great place. I've talked about the 24-hour donut place. Yes. <gasps> Don't get so excited because this place, apparently 24 hours is... When they choose. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> we will choose in these 24 hours and we'll go to them. And every time I want to go, they're closed. Maybe they got to watch some kids. <laughs> <laughs> There's a place in Everett that's just like that. It's 24 just so it's hours, but it'll close down from like 1 to 4 in the morning. It's like, I'm drunk and I want a donut. Yeah. What am I going to do now? That's false advertising. Right? Call the Better Business Bureau. <laughs> that, that is a bit, I will say a bit Bad on the yelp. lame side, but it would say this, like... If if I let's say I was a four top, let's say there's there's four of us, uh-huh. and I saw a place closed in ten minutes, I wouldn't walk in the door. No, that's no, remarkably agree. uncool. It's uh, oh, I mean yeah. I get where the guy's coming from. It says we're up to eleven. You're hungry. Go in. Go eat. But even then, I'd go in and be like, Hey man, look, what's fast and easy? Um, I know something to go. Yeah, I, yeah, they, what's you, something you, to go? You know, man. man yeah, it's 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 a two way street, and I totally get where the guy's coming from. But I used to work in a restaurant that had an, a restaurant upstairs and a restaurant downstairs. And I did do the gorilla food. I dipped my testicles in somebody's soup. I don't know oh! if they're going to come arrest me for this, but I did do that. Mm. Clam chowder. hot soup? It was still tasty. It, it was a cold soup okay. um, that the head chef had already... It, it, it kept me there. I was there till four in the morning as a result because the kitchen was closed down. Here's your soup. It's extra garbanzo beans. <laughs> this, was it? On the, this, <laughs> this was on the East Coast um, and the guy was a uh, celebrity uh, and he had about a 10 top with him and he came into the upper restaurant Ooh. and they said i'm so sorry we've closed we closed you know it's it's 1102 we closed at 11 or whatever and actually it was 10 not 11 but it was like you know but the steak seller oh now i've given away the restaurant the place downstairs <laughs> is open and there it's a four-star restaurant and they're open late sure. you, no 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 we want to eat up here this is where we want to eat and and uh jeff and i i was the dishwasher so i was just the guy that Oh, dude, you were the bee. That place, two restaurants, man. Um, I used to drag those trash cans out across that that parking lot, and it ground like a crescent moon shaped hole in the bottom of every can, and it's wet food. Yeah, 
And so what you do is you lift the can up onto your knee, and then you get a hand underneath, and then you shove it up. And every time you would shove it up and over, the raw food and guts would roll down your arm and down your body. And oh, that's nice. what I was doing. Yeah, lavish lifestyle. That's what I was doing for money, you know, back when, and I was already playing clubs, but I was washing dishes, and mm-hmm. that's that's what that was like. And Jeff and I had to reopen the kitchen, and he was furious, and so was I, because everything that he dirtied, I now had to reclean and... Like and this soup yeah. is extra salty. I, I just oh. want to say, I, I just want to say, man, I, dro- I dropped sack in a in soup, and somebody got that soup. Um, it was a news. Someone in the news anchors party got testy, wow. testy soup. Al Roker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I would feel really know. bad if it was Al course, Roker. If, just if you, if you call me on any of this, I'm just making this up for entertainment purposes. That's Dude, but, uh, I remember having a little bit of like a little battle with my wife about this. Like, I agree. Like, you shouldn't show up 10 minutes before at a restaurant. Or be apologetic and cool. That, you know? Yeah. But we one time went, it was like a, it was a, a custard place, like an ice cream place. And Right. And I'm like, oh, they're still open. Let's go. And it was like 9.50. And she's like, we pull up, we park. I'm like, yes, I'm getting this freaking custard. I'm so excited. Like, it was like this place I've been wanting to eat. My wife goes, oh, we can't go in there. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, it closes in 10 minutes. I'm like, we're not going in to eat there. It's custard. We're, we're going in so we can get a couple of scoops. She's like, look, the, the lady, she's cleaning up right now. I'm like, look, I'm 100% on board when it comes to like a restaurant. But if you're telling me I can't walk in there and have her dirty up a scooper, no, I'm, I need I need this cut. So we had a big blowout. I ended up not getting the custard, and I was very sad. But oh wait, not only did you you didn't get the custard, but you got in a fight with your wife. Right? Wow, double drag over, over custard, dude. That's a bummer. Oh, that's such a bummer. I'm like, there's ten minutes. We're not gonna slow her day down. Like we will be out in one minute. Like she will have all the time in the world to rewash that scooper. Yeah, which is all they do is they rinse it in hot water. Right. That's all they do. Right. <laughs> I respect that the fact that's your that was your hill to die on right there. <laughs> this is the one. This is I'm putting my foot down on this. I did the battle at Custard Hill. And, and, by, and by putting my foot down, I put my foot back down on that gas pedal and left that place without custard. <laughs> pissed off. All right. Well, we got to get rolling because I got to get to the dentist. That's Woo! a lot of fun. Yeah. Why did you say the f word today? You want to come see my glove box? <laughs> <laughs> no, just post it on Facebook later. You'll no, you guys it. post it for me, please. Would oh, you do that oh, for if me? We're, if we're close, we will. Definitely. Yeah. And they can Tag find Mama Hucknado. They can find you guys at Wyatt Only in the Wreckage on uh, on Facebook, and it's O L N E Y. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it's W O A T W dot com. What does that mean? <laughs> it, <laughs> it means Steve stay Biggs. positive. Wookies <laughs> on acid, tossing wicket. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Really appreciate you guys hanging thank out. Thank you with for us. having yeah, us. Yeah, thanks and, for having us. Uh, we love you guys, and, and that was a lot of fun today. We love you guys, and we love the dude. Douches, man. Yes, who doesn't Let's love a know, douche? Babies. <laughs> Rob, say something before we go. <laughs> it's been real, man. <laughs> Wyatt, would you like an aspirin? <laughs> In fact, I think I'll chase it down with my whiskey right now. <laughs> All right, you can leave us a voicemail or a text message, 253-271-4787, or email us at themigscast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and stay positive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.